Well, hello there. I'm Karen Sander. You are listening to Aging Fearlessly, a program for the over 50s, those uniquely wonderful baby boomers. My aim is to educate, motivate and inspire you to embrace the exciting journey of life for decades to come. So stay tuned to meet a variety of guests who will share their stories and passions to help us gain insight into the ways to live a happier, healthier life. It's great to be back in the studio today and I have a very inspiring guest that I have been trying to get into here to speak to me for quite some time, but it just wasn't the right time. So Julie Adams is now one of Australia's leading fashion and portrait photographers. She studied photography in Florence, Italy, Julie, and her career has taken her all over the world from Africa to Italy. She's since worked for prestigious publications such as The Independent, which is a UK magazine, Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, Glamour, Marie Claire and so many more. And she has played a key creative role as founding photographer on The Grace Tales, Welcome, Julie. Hi, Karen. How are you? I am fantastic today and I am just so pleased that you're in here with me in the studio because I want to talk about what you've been doing this year because it's so exciting. Thank you so much for asking me um, to come on the show. I'm thrilled to be here and it's the perfect timing because I've um, actually just just launched um, my Actually, actually, my second book, it's called This Is Me. It is actually a project, um, started as a project and still is a project, but beautifully became a book, which is really exciting. Um, which it's just not a book. It's a hardcover book. It's a really special book. It's um, published by um, Bauer Books, um, and I. it's a collaboration between myself and writer Georgie Abbe, who um, was a former deputy editor of uh, Australian Vogue and... Um, editor and a founder of the Grace Tales and um, we've done a book last year together uh, Grace Mothers and then during the last two and a half years I've been also working on this project This Is Me which is primarily a photographic project Um, but you know until I realised this is a project that needs a voice as well so thankfully for me fabulous um, Georgie Abbe came on board and it's not just a collaboration between us it's a collaboration with there are about 200 women in the book. so Yes, yeah, so I do have a copy and I absolutely love it. And so a little about you. You're a mum? Yes, I have two little girls, 12 and 9. And you work as a photographer? Yes, I'm a full-time. I've been working as a photographer for about 20 years. And you're a wife? And do- you have a family? <laughs> I'm busy. home. I got a dog <laughs> and a dog. So, so yeah. When Most all, importantly, obviously. And you work very hard. A lot of women that are listening to this today will relate to all the balls being in the air, so to speak, because it is difficult being a mum, yeah. being a, a working mum, and a project like this is just huge. It's mind blowing. It was a, a big project, but it, it was filled with a lot of passion, which made it doable, 
But it was also very much inspired by my family and by my kids and, and the life that I am living. It was, it's a very authentic project, which fits in with my... Who you are. Who I am, who I'm, my, how I feel, what I'm thinking, how I'm viewing womanhood, really, and um, girls growing into women. And so for me, it was such a relevant topic that, um, yeah, the, the kind of the scale of it was doable. And so my first real question is, what inspired you to put a book like this together? The book is called This Is Me. So what inspired you? Okay, so just to, to let the um, listeners know, the, the book is This Is Me and it is a, a photographic book. It's unretouched and it was a public calling any women of all ages who'd like to be involved. But what inspired it was um, I've got two little girls who were in primary school at the time, this is two and a half years ago, and I was noticing that they were already talking about body image or, you know, coming home with stories, she said, he said, you know, about themselves and things. And I thought, oh, dear, this is happening now at this age. It starts so early. Yeah, and, and having grown up with friends who really suffered with eating disorders, I was very aware of how quickly things can escalate if someone says something to you and and I thought to myself, how can I kind of bring up really robust children where this stuff just bounces off? Like, you know, is it possible to nurture children's self-confidence young so they can grow up feeling happy in their own skin rather than looking for it later on? I guess I really wanted to do something positive and I certainly don't have all the answers, but I thought I'd give it, give it a crack. And I'm a photographer who photographs a lot of portraiture and fashion. I thought I am playing a role in this you know, increasingly image-based world. What can I do that's really, really um, inspiring for all women and also very, you know, I wanted everyone to feel included, you know, like we're all special. It's not just for the celebrities or for the high-profile people or the, you know, it, it should be, everyone should be celebrated and I wanted women to have that opportunity. I wanted my kids to be involved in a project that, from the big grassroots, so I thought, right, I'm going to do a project that, it's open to everybody in the idea of celebrating women, the female form, that we're all individual, and the whole idea of feeling great in your own skin. So I said to the kids, right, let, I'll book the local, local surf club. And um, <laughs> Oh, I remember that day. <laughs> I was there to witness this, so I can visualise completely what happened. Well, yeah, because you were there on the first day, which yeah. was... Um, was this the experiment? Like, did you... <laughs> oh, you didn't tell me I was a guinea pig. <laughs> it was the really inspiring. It was very. It was. I think the first one. So just to let everyone know, I kind of, I booked a surf club. I wanted to make it super organic. It wasn't about anyone booking in with me. It wasn't about having to know me to do it or anything like that. It was. I put flyers up around my local neighbourhood. Um, just a few days in advance and put a few feelers out on social media. I heard about it through a friend that posted, hey, anyone want to be photographed? Just Where so you cosy? Yeah, <laughs> so this is important that everyone should realise that, that one thing that people did have to do is wear their swimsuit. So I wanted them to say, this is me, and I guess the most, the hardest way to do it, I guess it's almost like being naked really, isn't it, when you're in a swimsuit? So you had to wear your swimsuit, but the idea was to come in, I had it set up like a studio, and just... To enjoy having your photo taken as your own natural self and it would unretouched and celebrate who you are. Mm -hmm. So the first one, I 
set up. I had no idea if anyone would turn up and there was a queue out the door and I photographed a good 50 people in that first afternoon, which was remarkable. So um, I've probably gone completely, answered five questions at one, but the inspiration was my children and I really wanted to do something super positive and celebratory for women. And that's exactly what you have done when you see the end result. Now, just let me talk about that particular day because you just had lots of women and young children and mums with bubs and grandmothers, all shapes and sizes, and they came along so happily to sit down, some with makeup, some without, and you just guided them through a photo shoot individually or in groups, mums and daughters yep. or friends. There's a couple of pages of young girls together, which yes. I think is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it was, it was really, really special. You know, you're having to work very quickly. Something I really enjoy about the project is one I never knew. I, it, there was certain an element of not having any control about it, like because anyone could could come, which yep. I, which I personally, as a crea- in my creative process, find a little bit of the unknown quite exciting. Yeah, and you never know who you're going to meet and what's going to happen. But you've got to you've got to work really quickly, and you've also got to make people feel comfortable. And you know, there's an element that day particularly was like 40 degrees. It was so oh, it was hot, wasn't oh it? Oh my god, it was so hot. And you know, people are queuing and. Um, People can be a little bit restless, but uh, you know, which can be hard when you're trying to work really quick, work really quickly. But in saying that, the the room was just so full of support, which I thought was absolutely and energy. An energy. It was remarkable. That first shoot, more than any, I remember a real feeling in the room. Also, because people knew less about what I was doing as the shoots went on, and I had a social media account, and people became more at one with what I was trying to achieve, which I think made turning up perhaps a little bit easier. But that first one, no one really knew. So it was a big step for people to come and and trust me and and do it and get involved. So, yeah, the energy was absolutely fantastic and inspiring to – I mean, I remember the end of that shoot that day. Oh, I was so inspired by all the women I met. I I mean, I was cleaning up at the end of the day and I – was so hot. I said to my husband, I said, can you bring me a swimsuit? And he bought this swimsuit that I never wear because I think it's just so unflattering. (laughs) And like I kind of put it on solidarity and didn't just walk to the water afterwards. I like bolted, you know, with it halfway up my bum. And um, (laughs) just kind of like I was so inspired by everyone and actually felt so kind of proud of the afternoon of everyone that that came and kind of just actually the – I think it was really watching people feel quite empowered by doing it and things. And it, it was a great feeling for, for me as well. So, yeah, that, that's how it started. You're used to working with models in a lot of cases, yes. catwalks and um, fashion magazines, yep. actors. It must be a little bit different when you have people that aren't used to being in front of a camera and to guide them so that you get the shots that you need I know for me, some of it's very intimidating when, you know, throw your head back or whatever, because that's not a natural me. No, that's right. Yes. You need a bit of the drama and the theatre and you've got to, you've got to sort of guide people, bring that out. And that's a, that's a real talent. I I mean, I really enjoy it. I do shoot a lot of people who do spend time in front of the cameras, um, which, you know, uh, is easier because they've got that experience. But I also shoot a lot of people 
over the years who who don't. So I've um, and I love it because, um, but this was like a whole other level because <laughs> it's like so many people and so many people who've never been in front of the camera. But like without fail, most people introduce themselves and say, "Oh, I'm really not very photogenic, and I really don't know what I'm doing." And like, um, so people are so self you know, deprecating uh, up front, and yeah. so. I yeah I I kind of try and get it to a point where the best shot is going to be the shot where they feel most themselves yeah like and but that can take a little while to get there you know yeah to get that moment especially when you're under time pressure so and you think afterwards I know I watch oh, I thought oh, I could have done that better and you just get the super critical person comes out oh, and has completely. a little has a little natter at you why didn't you do this and why didn't you do that and you think. Well, it is what it is. I think and we all feel like that. Like, absolutely. I think, I think, we, I think, even people who are supermodels and do things all like that all the time feel like that as well. I think that we're always so tough on ourselves, you know. Well, there's 200 supermodels in your book. There by are, the way. there are, and I've got to say, like, this book is a collaboration on a much bigger scale than myself and Georgie, the writer. I mean, this is 200 women, well, thereabouts, coming together. And collaborating. I mean, they've given their time to, to have their photograph um, taken and they've also shared their stories, which is really incredible um, because when I first started this book, I – well, it started as a project really with an idea of a book, it being a book at the time, but I was very much thinking of younger younger people and how do I – you know, I was mm. thinking of my children and other, and other young girls like them. And then actually – the book, wow, suddenly got more sophisticated, you know, like it, they got so it's much. It's a very sophisticated book. Yeah. I mean, it, we wanted it to, when we kind of realised, oh, hang on, this book is actually not, to, this book is for all women in all due respect. So it was quite interesting putting it together because we wanted it to be accessible for a teen, a teen but also really pleasurable for any women of any ages. So it's not it's more quotes and pulling out little bits on on everybody than than a really heavy read but it takes us takes you through so many different topics which i think um it's it's real it's real yeah and i mean i what initially kind of started as thinking people coming along and feeling like they could stand there and say this is me initially it was just me taking photographs and then i realized hang on which is a bit of another story, but then I realised this needs this needs words, and um, Georgie came on board, and and then as that I was came, a really smart idea because it really ties the whole thing together beautifully, completely. And I also because after the first shoot, which although was I think so beautiful, it was also the most difficult because people I think weren't perhaps as confident with with what I was doing at that stage. Um, and the reaction, and I'm going to be so honest about this because I think it was really part of the process. The reaction to the pictures was, I'm not sure, you know, was quite negative um, from the women about, ah. about how they felt about themselves. And that's only in the first shoot, which was so interesting. There was a lot of, you can use the picture if you crop me from the armpits down and... and <laughs> just take my head off and just yeah. use my body. Yeah. <laughs> There was just so much like uh, like I didn't really see myself like that or I oh you know and suddenly I thought oh my gosh and I'm also like I 
like I like to make people feel happy and the whole idea was to make people feel good. And I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, like perhaps I'm um, – Perhaps I'm. This is the Asking right project. Yeah, maybe I'm not equipped for this, and perhaps this is um, making people sad, and I want to make them happy. And so I sat on it for like about three months, and then I, and it then, really was evolving, wasn't it? Yeah, I sat on it for about three months. And I didn't do a thing apart from give people images, and of course, and, and listened. I just kind of listened, and then I thought, well, if this was an easy topic then it actually wouldn't be interesting. The fact that this is such a hard topic is exactly why I do need to do this book and it's exactly why I am tackling it. it I mean, body image and self-love and self-acceptance, this is such sensitive, gra- such sensitive mm. ground, you know. And I thought, no, I'm going to move forward. I'm going I'm to do this with whoever wants to move forward and, and I'll go like that. And I started an Instagram account and I uh, got in contact with one of the women I'd photographed who's particularly gregarious and and uh, and I said to her, look, you know, how would you feel? She was so fabulous. I said, how would you feel I'm starting an Instagram account if I put your photograph up up there, as up first, you know, because I was, felt so responsible for everybody, like, and how they felt and which was for me doing the project, like, I still feel like that about everyone. I check everything. Like, you know, I'm always checking. Yeah. Someone wants to do an article. Are you sure? Although they've signed forms and things. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know. So um, anyway, I said to this woman, how does she feel? And it was so interesting. She said, you know, she said she presented the photograph to her family at home. This is before. She said, just giving me her feeling about the picture. She said, I showed my family and I tried to say nothing. She said, because when I looked at the picture, she said, she said, I must have a great self-esteem because I always thought I looked gorgeous. And she said, no, I looked at the picture and I thought, oh, that's a woman who really enjoys life. <laughs> like, and um, she said, I'm going to say nothing. And she said that her family were all like, oh, my God, Mum, I love this picture of you. And she said her husband, who never uses social media, put this picture on Facebook and apparently he was once told that the sun shines from behind his wife's eyes and he said that this picture summed it up. And it got something like 300 comments on his Facebook, Facebook page. page. Mm. She said never in her life has she ever had so much positive feedback about herself. She was shocked. She said, put my picture up there. And and then it, it happened on social media and she rang me up and she said, oh, God, next time I'll do it nude, you know. So um, she, I mean, thank you. Um, her name's Mariana. I'm going to say that because she knows who she is. But um. She, she gave me a little bit of courage to go, okay, well, not everyone, like, I just need to start. And then, um, funnily enough, though, in time, so I did more shoots, and in time, that, that women from the first shoot, uh, like, when they saw, I think, it evolving, a lot of people, of course, not everyone didn't like their picture, I'm kind of being a little dramatic, but there was more of that at the beginning. But as time went on, they changed their minds. Yeah. So I think it was just a little bit of understanding and also feeling that it was a community and everyone was sharing and um and then at like yeah I mean the feedback has been across the board insanely positive that's the best thing about the whole project but I was I did feel real responsibility and I think I I think once Georgie also got the words happening it made a big a big difference. And sometimes you know we all start projects, but we don't always – the fine-tuning of the project mm. happens along the way. And Absolutely. hence you started to do virtually a picture book. Yeah, I did. That ended up a picture book 
with words, but they weren't just words. They were expressions of who these women were and how, in some cases, how they'd evolved and some cases bearing all of what they've gone through or where they've been, whether it be an eating disorder, whether it's been a, a, a diagnosis of cancer and a mastectomy or a Crohn's disease or there's so many yes. different topics in there. Oh, it's fair. I don't think there's <clears throat> almost not a, not a lot unco- you know that isn't touched in the book and I think that's the thing that ha- really blows me away is people started to also come along and um, see it as a platform to make a, st- statement. a statement. Um I think there's something every woman in this book is incredibly brave um and there a lot of people kind of shared stories i think to normalize topics that are maybe hard to talk about or people feel alienated with things and and women spoke up and normalized things they've they've started conversations by being a part of the book which i think is oh it's incredibly brave and it has just been so well received by um by readers and and other women who've done it you know like which yeah. I, th- I think that has to been the element which I've just been so surprised about um people would like a lady came along who'd had a double mastectomy and she wasn't in, she hadn't come in a bikini thinking that she was um wanting to be shot showing her scars but on, on the day she said you know what the real reason I'm here is because this is my journey so let's photograph it like that which was amazing, and her picture is so beautiful. I know, it's gorgeous. And, I mean, it's my coffee table book at the moment. And as people come over, you know, we're a little bit in lockdown. But I did have a couple of people over for dinner the other week, and I got it out, and I showed them some of the photos because I I, I just said, this is real. Yeah. These are real photos. So, so special, like these, so many special so many wonderful women um, telling so many stories, you know, and sharing, like, you know, living with um, colostomy bags, living, yeah. you know, having survived cancer, having living with endometriosis, having yeah. grown up their whole life, having body dysmorphia and being 50 and still not loving anything about themselves, you know, yeah. and, and actually sharing that with people is um, remarkable, really. My guest in the studio today is Julie Adams and she has just published a book called This Is Me with um, Georgia Bay who's helped her by bringing it all together. It's a photographic book and we're just talking about some of the elements, how this book came about and the importance of this book. So Julie, I have another question in terms of, I want to come back to the, to the, the actual stories behind it, but the youngest person, there was a baby in the shoot. How how young was that baby? Do you know? Oh gosh, I think the, probably the youngest. Oh, thinking, oh my gosh, there's probably a baby in here that's only like a couple of weeks old in actually. mum's arms. And yes. the oldest person, oh, this in one the book. here, yep, yeah. <clears throat> oldest person in the book, eighty five. And it's amazing because you've got a single photo of um, an older, more mature woman too, haven't you? But you've got some with. Families. Yes, I mean, I love this. When this eighty-five-year-old lady came with her fabulous daughter, who's like sixty-five, you know. Yep. So, um, yeah, no, there was quite a lot of women in their late seventies, eighties, um, which is fantastic. And my my friend's mum was going to do it. My friend's 
grandmother was going to do it, who's 101, oh. but she doesn't own a swimsuit anymore. I was like, I'm sure we could sort it out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was so, like, I'm sure there'd be a, we could arrange that in a second. So I'm working towards that, you know. Well, there's plenty of time. Well, there's plenty of time left to photograph some older women. It's well, the project's a- ongoing. So there, there's a book, but like I have shot since the book um, because the book very much is a message that the book is really a movement and a message that I'm trying to really support and get behind. So I, I will be continuing to, to shoot. Yeah. It's very hard to hide behind a swimming costume, isn't it? Oh, it must have been – well, it is. I did it as well. It's incre- incredibly <laughs> daunting. And, like, people said to me, why, you know, why are you setting up a studio and asking them to come in when you take such lovely pictures in daylight, you know? And I was like, no, but I want people to actually come in – to the studio and I want them to have to make that decision, you know, to, to do this rather than me just be outdoors capturing it. And, it, you know, this is, there's nothing to hide when you're standing in a studio on your own. And to stand there in your swimsuit, it's really daunting. Like th- this is, you know, this is really brave. Yeah, it is. It's really brave. And I wrote some words down, you know, there's so much strength. It's so courageous. It is fun. Yeah, definitely, yes. There was laughter, sometimes very nervous laughter. There was a lot of laughter, like, which I knew was down to, it was nervous laughter. A lot of it was nervous laughter. But it was beautiful because it felt, filled the room with a really lovely energy. Um, but the strength, yeah, this is interesting words you're saying, actually, because um, I really wanted this book, well, I guess I think my way I shoot anyway is always quite joyful. I'm always wanting people to have a great experience mm-hmm. and, like when I shot people, I wanted them to enjoy that moment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and the, the book does cover some really big topics, but I think the what the feedback has been, which I'm thrilled about, is that people find the book very joyful and uplifting. Yeah, which is was key to me. Um, that's what I, I wanted it to be. And I think even though there are, we don't hide from any of the big topics, everything's everything's there and everything's real, but it feels like the overwhelming feeling is of strength. Like the women out there taking part have survived what, it, what they're talking about and there's a real feeling of, I don't know, womanhood and coming together. and Self-acceptance. Self-acceptance, absolutely. And that was the another word we were talking about <clears throat> on the way up here in the car today because we are having a chat about this and I, I think and you think that self-acceptance, self-confidence, you know, that's when you have that inner glow and they talk about when you love yourself that it doesn't matter anymore because it all shines through. Yeah, I um, completely agree with you. We were, talking about, we were talking about that in the car and I think, I mean, it's, it's, I think self-love can be, sounds like a scary word, a little bit self-love, I think, because people think, do I love myself? Do you know what I mean? Do no, I love myself? Don't you love yourself? <laughs> You're not allowed to love yourself. You know, oh, she loves herself. So and Australian. Going, oh, oh, you God, know, she, oh, she so loves herself. That's so critical. Um, yeah, so I think the words self-love um, can be hard, but it's really important. And but a word that I find a little bit easier to digest is probably self-acceptance, which also comes from self from loving yourself, yeah? And so I think that when people kind of realise that, like, they are unique, they are the only one of themselves, um, that is really special and you, 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 know, you can't be that person over there or that model on that book or this or that. You, you are who you are. So like making the most of, of what you have is, is really the key, 
you know. And a lot thing. of it for these models is just genetics. It's, it's like, you and know. they're incredibly, and this is, there's a lot of girls in the, in the book who also, um, you know, that's a girl in the book who is a model who touches on, you know, that she she says so quite beautifully that she kind of ticks the boxes of what people find, of what the fashion industry finds um, attractive. Mm-hmm. She said, but she's been scrutinized her whole life. She said, so my, my kind of feeling of my, of my, my self-confidence has been a, a roller coaster. So I don't think and quite often it's the, it's people that you, that you might think, oh, gee, they tick all the box, they, boxes. They can't have anything to worry about. And quite often they can quite often be the most in, insecure and, and um, you know, the ones striving most to kind of make peace with their self-acceptance. So I don't think anyone, there's one thing that this book definitely kind of, no, no one is immune from self-love and, and um, issues, you know. I, I really... Um felt so proud of the woman who has the colostomy bag because at 56 my mother had cancer, bowel cancer, and had to have a colostomy bag. Now, if that hadn't have happened, she wouldn't be with me today at 92. Yes. She's nearly 93. Incredible, yeah. And I know when that first happened, they asked the question, can it be reversed? And the answer was no. This is life or death. You either have this or you aren't going to have a life. Yeah. Now, I've had almost 37 more years of mum with that colostomy bag and it's very much a part of her. Now, she's never complained about it once, but lately I've learnt so much about it, which is why I appreciate because... More often than not now, if I'm there, I have to shower her and deal with it. And it's given me an appreciation of just what it might be like to have to live with a colostomy bag. Mm. But it's only a colostomy bag. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and when I say that it's only a colostomy bag, that person is living a life because of that colostomy bag. The lady in the book, she's yeah, she's a remarkable woman. It's actually, it's an iliscopy bag. How do you say it? Yeah, I don't understand. It's a, it's a slight difference, different. but very, but but um, it looks the same from the outside. It's very much exactly the same thing. Um, she's amazing. She said to me, she wore a bikini that day, and she and she shows it in the book. And um, she said, usually she, she's on the beach in a full piece, and no one would know. No, and the, would my know. mum was the same. Yeah, she said no one would know, and she really wanted to. Um, she got in contact with me and really wanted to take part and raise awareness, which is amazing. And I actually got a message. I since the book has come out, I got a message from somebody she, who sent me a picture of their brand new baby who has a colostomy bag and this beautiful picture of this baby with this big smiley face and then you can see the bag and she said thank you so much for this book and for this wonderful woman who has shared her story because it's just so wonderful that it's out there, you know, because having a baby that is going to grow up, that's what's ahead of it, of her child and she just was so happy for that. And another woman wrote, which was wonderful, and said to me, She's had a friend her whole life who has the same thing, but she had no idea how difficult it was. Oh, yeah, it's, it and is. And I, she said she felt bad for that. And having read this lady's words made her have so much um, more empathy. empathy. Um, yeah. 
So, and I think that, you know, that's a, a scar that someone has, but they're real. But so many people have scars that we don't see that are on the inside. Yes. And that can be just as tough. But oh my gosh, I think your book is, people have said what they want to say about themselves and the struggles yes. that they've been through and, you know, candidly discuss their issues with um, eating, their issues with anxiety, their issues with depression, yes. their issues with self-image. There's just, you know, there's just, we're all perfectly imperfect. That's no one's absolutely. in this world perfect. That's exactly You know, right. yeah. we're, we're human yeah. and that's what we forget. We're human. Absolutely right. I think that, I think that the world has become very obsessed with um, perfection and I, I think that's probably leading, that's probably one of my worries when I got inspired to do the book with my kids and things initially was I, I was worried about this obsession with perfection and I wanted to say is our imperfections that make us beautiful and let's you know let's celebrate that. And the images we see of, ri- of women that you know all the photos, you get to choose what you put up and, and people say, I was reading, you know, oh, I think I was reading something that was if you don't get so many likes in a certain, you take the photo down. It's oh, like, terrible. terrible. you know, there's so much, our kids are are driven towards, well, gee, I, my lips aren't big enough or I'm, you know, my breasts aren't big enough. I'm not, I'm going to be yes. flat. You know, there's so many things that yep. make them anxious. Yeah. It's probably. I think it's probably. Always, it's always been there. Um, I think, but I think it's just a lot more in their faces now. And I also think that, like this whole retouching situation, which was very much for the profession, professional kind of commercial world, started just filtering down to it now being kind of mainstream use on people's phones that they they alter themselves before they put a picture up to share with their friends and their family and um like it's just that's that's really concerning that that's where we're at you know um Mm. so yeah that that definitely I think it's it was time that we all remember what real women look like and and celebrate it you know and bring some topics to the forefront and and discuss them yeah, yeah. Uh, I know that you don't have a favourite in there because you've worked on them all and I think every one of them is a special story and I'm not all the way through yet but I've, you know, I've been reading them as I go because some of them are my friends in there. Yes. And I'm going, oh, I never knew that about you. Yeah. You've hidden true. that really well. Yes. Or what? Yeah, so I, I think it's really, There's really some wonderful. Of, uh, uh, inc- like, I mean, so so many wonderful moments throughout the you know throughout the book and I mean my beautiful friend Sarah who has um down syndrome and um, oh that was she's gorgeous she's just gorgeous and she came to I think it was the second shoot and she was just fabulous because she was there early because she's she's always very organized she was there early and she was there was a queue of people but I said who wants to go first and she put her hand up and she just like totally rocked it um had the music on and had a, had had the time of her life and like she, all, gave, she gave all the other women in the room confidence to get up and do it. Yeah. So she was just beautiful. And then there was another lady who I mean this is quite a beautiful story really. She, I hadn't realized she'd come to three shoots and got scared and never never come forward. 
And then the one day she decided to come forward, she just, I could see how fragile she was and she just burst into tears. A perfect functioning body is the words I've just read on this page. I'm lucky to have basically this functioning body. Yeah, that's right. Those legs that carry you through every day and walk. Thank you, legs, for getting me through the day. These are the things we forget. We're looking at our negatives. That's right. We're not looking at... What gets us through every day? I, I live with this. I've only yes. got the one of them. It's really... Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just honestly... Like I Sarah, just... she says, who would, she says uh, we asked her you know, what makes her happy and she said being alive. You know, well, and it's interesting because a lot of the kids, oh, they're gorgeous, aren't they? A, a lot of the kids just remind us throughout the book of all the, the things we forget. You know, they're happy because they've got good friends or they sing to themselves in the mirror in the morning or they... You know, it's very innocent and beautiful. That one just says fun to me. They're wonderful. I'm looking at, just to the listeners, I know you can't see this, but I'm looking at some of the photos in this book and some of them are just so joyful. And it's like, and this one looks to me like she's saying, yeah, well, this is me. You know, just the stance is just beautiful. It's interesting. Someone said something to me the other day, which I thought was really interesting they said also the only people who come to this shoot are like really confident people and I was like no 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 trust me that is not the case like it all sorts of people came along to the shoot and I think majority of people never thought they'd ever do anything like this so um it's not just for you know those who are great in front of the camera and and love to perform and things but by no means it was very much with so many people who um kind of just came along because they, they liked the message, you know, mm. or, or their mother liked the message and they came with her or their grandmother liked the message. So. And, I, you know, you've got a family of three generations in here yes, together, mother, mm-hmm. grandmother and the two yes. daughters. I had it's... quite a lot of that and I, I just was reading today because I've, I've continued to shoot and somebody wrote, my mother-in-law made me come to this and her mother-in-law had just lost 42 kilograms and had really found a new lease on life and really wanted to celebrate and got the whole family to come along. And, um, you know, it was just really incredibly special. That's the lady I was just talking about who um, who came three times before she <gasps> came forward. Yeah. And she just looks so magnificent. She looks magnificent. It was really interesting. It was a beautiful story because my little girl was there that day and the lady was very emotional. And my daughter said, you look so great. Why, you love your bikini, you know. And then I said to my daughter, why don't you jump in with her, with Kitty for a couple of pic- um, pictures and get, the, you know, and um, help her get started. And then she relaxed and we took the pictures. And I must say, when I gave her her pictures, I was very nervous. I thought, oh, she's, I don't think she'll like her pictures. And um, she said, I love my, she said she loves them. They're on her. I've noticed she's used them on all her social media accounts. So it's really lovely. And that's, oh, I love Fantastic. Jill. Yeah. It's honestly, I I could look at this and and see things, you know, a lovely mum with a new baby coming along. So sweet. It's just gorgeous. And sometimes there's not a lot that's been said, but what's been said is enough. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And so, some some pictures didn't didn't need need a lot because oh, you could see it. You know? I love this. Nobody made a difference in this world by having a good body. It's, isn't that brilliant? Yeah, it's just 
Yeah. So true. It's these so true. these are made, they're magnificent quotes. Yeah, they by real women. By real women. I I love that. To make a positive difference. There's so much in here. Oh, You've got to sign that you. for me later. Thank you. I love the back cover too. Yeah, she's I love I loved that young girl. She was um she actually I shot her in Bondi and she was a, a backpacker from Germany, bless her. Was 18, I think. <laughs> Little did she know she'd be on the back cover of a book. <laughs> I wonder if she knows about it now. No, she does. She yeah. does, but she probably doesn't. She probably hasn't got her hands on it yet. But I, I must make sure she has one. <laughs> this is this is my trip to down under. <laughs> so um, I'm loving chatting to you. Oh, it's so nice. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. It's so it's, it's so lovely to have the opportunity to talk about the book as a whole. You know, and. You know, because I've been trying for so long to get you in here, but it is a blessing that we waited because there's so much more to say. I'm in the studio today with Julie Adams, who is the photographer, author, creator of an amazing book called This Is Me. It's a photographic book of women sharing their all, as in their words and their just how proud they are of themselves in their cozies. And um, Julie, Megan Gale is in the foreword of your book. Why did you choose Megan Gale? I've um, worked with Megan multiple times over the years and um, to be honest, she's just such a wonderful woman with such a, a fantastic outlook and I thought Megan has kind of navigated the world of the fashion and beauty industry which very much sets the tone for, you know, what the world perceives as attractive and what have you. And, and that, that's a very critical world. So I did think that her experience of constantly being in, in the spotlight and having to, um, you know, making her way through that world throughout her career would bring a real richness to the forward. I also thought being a mother, she had a little girl, yeah. that I knew this topic was very, very close to her heart. Mm-hmm. And she also has a company now called Mindful Life. So I, I did feel that where she was going with her business was kind of aligned right aligned with what, with what I was doing. doing yeah and on top of that she's just a, a really um a, a wonderful Australian woman I think that is um you know she's got a great voice out there for other Australian women so I, well we're going to have to round up in a minute is there anything else you want to talk about today well, Karen I, I think that you're kind of overlooking here that you actually are in the book um and actually, how I met Karen, I'm now doing the interview. No, how I met Karen was Karen came along to the first shoot, which I think we touched on, but very, very briefly, but that's how we met. So I'm just sitting here with Karen's beautiful portrait in front of me. So I thought I'd read her, her words. Um, so this is Karen. I actually take note of my negative self-talk. I journal and try to always be grateful that I am a fully functioning human being doing the best I can. I do think it is normal to be critical but healthy to be able to put things in perspective. I am proud of the body I have. Such beautiful, beautiful words. Well, thank you. And it comes back to, as I've said to you, I suffered a lot from anxiety. I grew up in the era of puberty blues where you had to be blonde-haired, blue-eyed, olive-skinned on the beach, and I wasn't that. I was red-haired, freckled, and lacking self-love. Yeah. So a lot of so that many. is what I've learned about myself and I do really like myself now. I love myself. Oh, I know that's a hard thing to say and I don't mean that in a vain way. No. I mean as a person, I really love what I try to be. 
yeah. and what I am being. Wow. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you shared your story in that book. Thank well, you. Well, there's so many worthy stories in that book. Thank and, you. Wow. So we are going to have to wrap up. So I'm, I have just I want to put it out there, Julie. So this is an amazing creation of images of real women from very young to the more mature woman and every one of them, in my opinion, and it counts, <laughs> is absolutely magazine cover worthy. Oh, I think they you. are just stunning. Thank you. So maybe one day Vogue will put some of them out there. But um, it's been an absolute pleasure oh. to have you in the studio. Oh, thank you for having me. I've, I've loved being able to chat about it. Thank yeah, you. no, it's been great. But how do people find out more about you and um, what you're doing? Sure. Um, well, if, if you could go to my website, julieadamsphotographer.com, or if you to, particularly about the This Is Me book, it doesn't have its own website, but it has an Instagram account, um, at This Is Me series. And before we go, what's next for... This is me. Well, I've still shot since I've since um, having completed the book. I've done more shoots. I just did one uh, recently, a couple of months ago, um, before COVID, um, on the Gold Coast at Burley Heads, which was fantastic. Yeah, um, I hadn't been, you know, hadn't got travelled to to Queensland to do it, which was great. I very much what I'd love to do, and this might hold me to it, but I'd, I'd love to keep working on it and for it to be a travelling exhibition around Australia, I think would be really powerful. Well, we will all be there cheering you on. So, You've got 200 women crossed. in that book that will be <laughs> cheering you on. And I think when people see more of this, you know, you must be so proud. I'm proud of you. It's a wonderful thing that you're doing. Oh, thank you. And for women looking to age fearlessly, there's some ageing fearlessly women in there that book. There certainly is. And there absolutely uh, is. So to the Northern Beaches, Julie, want to say goodbye to everyone? Yeah, thank you, Karen. Thank you so much for having me on today. It's a real honour and I'm sorry I took so long to oh, don't track be, me down. This, this is, is this the perfect the timing. So thank you and everyone, Thanks for thank, thank you for listening and um, yeah, look out for This Is Me. So this is it for today's program. It's time to say cheerio to the wonderful Northern Beaches community. Join me next week for another episode of Aging Fearlessly. And now for a song written by Nick Howard, especially for the listeners. This is Karen Sander. Have a fantastic week. And remember, aging is inevitable and growing old is a choice. The sun is shining bright outside There's a sparkle in your eye It's not all nine to five It's a wonderful life Let's go and climb mountains high Swim across oceans wide
Let your heart be alive.